This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, sure. I suppose, look, we've all been in, in, in isolation and lockdown for a long time, so it's, it's a huge boon to be going back at it. And I suppose it's even better to be going back at it when the evenings are long as opposed to facing back into it in... in in January or February, um, like we, we the, the kids are back there over the last week, and we'd say last Saturday morning, that was my first day back with the kids, and the morning was gorgeous, you know what I mean? And it, it was a really positive start then. You had how many different groups of kids down there on a fine April or May morning, as opposed to, you know, there's plenty of years there we've gone back hurling as, as adults, especially going back in January and February, and there'd be snow and fleet, and hard rain and mud in the ground so it's 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 a positive way to go back at least and it's, it's good for our heads and it will be back out at it and through in the years going forward now as well like. and did you find that having a proper structure it made a massive difference it did yeah it did because um, you could see you, you knew when you were playing and you, you knew when you had to you know tailor your training to or, or whatever and you know for family life and whatnot, you knew that there'd be a line drawn at a certain date that there'd be no more, you know, whereas other years you're trying to plan holidays, you're trying to plan anything, you know, how it is that you, you'd book something and next thing you're expecting a game to be on the start of the month and it gets called off because Cork are after drawing a game and next thing all the fixtures get put back and whatever holiday you're after booking or a few days away or after booking gets gets jammed up again and you must you must turn around and say to ourselves, I can't go, you know, so um, last year definitely was an improvement that way anyway. As I said moments ago, you've been immersed in hurling and football all your life. What's your earliest memory of being involved with courses? Um, I suppose, I suppose at the time we had under twelve. I'd say it was probably as low as it went. But I, I, used, I suppose I grew up in the village, and if there was a match on, I'd go down. And I can remember I used to be pestering Johnny Manny from a very young age. Johnny was in charge of under twelves, and uh, I'd say I was about seven. I'd say, and sure, I was, I was well younger than everyone else. But I used to be Pulling at, uh, pulling at his shirt, trying to get on for the last few minutes, whatever, in fairness, I suppose he played ball with me from time to time. He, he let me on and whatnot. But, um, and then I suppose we, there was under 10 kind of challenge games. I suppose Balance, Bittle and Banladee. Um, and they were the first kind of inter- or they, were, they were the first kind of things I had with the club anyway. So a long while ago now. And of course then you had a, a little bit of success, uh, we'll say, in your teenage years. And then... Around two thousand, two thousand and one, kind of made it, uh, made it onto the big team. Um, yeah, sure. I, I suppose we were part of a, a very successful underage crew. I suppose my my year was probably the last year of it. We'd say that the four, five, six years in front of us were all reasonably strong. Um, and I suppose Shawnee Reardon got involved with the club, and we had a lot of success there in the 
in the early 90s onwards. Um, and I suppose I, I wouldn't have been a, a big part of any of those teams now. I suppose at my own age, I suppose I was reasonably strong at my own age, but any of the ages above me, I wouldn't have been... Um, I would have made the year above me, but not like we say when I was under fourteen. I wouldn't have made an under sixteen team or anything like that. But we had very good teams at that at that time, um, so I wouldn't have been hugely on the radar coming up under age, I suppose. Um, and then, um, yeah, I suppose two thousand we won a Grade B Southeast, and then in two thousand and one, I suppose I managed to make it onto the first team, onto the junior one team, and um, we had a bit of luck that year. Yeah, certainly, I suppose. Uh, there's lots of talking points from uh, 2001. One of them would have to be the uh, what's now dubbed as the uh, the Battle of Kinsale. It was almost the annual meeting of uh, yourselves and Ballon Hassig, but it certainly will be remembered for 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 lots of things. Yeah, sure. You, you had, I suppose you had two sides that were, were bursting to get out of junior um, at the time. And I suppose they both, both, both did afterwards and probably proved that they were justified to get out of junior. Ballon has to go up to senior very very shortly after that and were very unlucky in the time that they were up there. They got some desperate bad draws. Um, and I suppose you, you had something similar in, in West Cork at the time in the football. You had Carberry Rangers and Illin Rovers. The two of them were bursting to win a, a junior football at the time. But yeah, we were meeting Ballon Hassig every every year, I suppose, or near on every year with the, with the four, five, six years before that. And I suppose it it, it kind of tensions were rising. I kind of came to a head that day. Um, it was my it was my first Saudis final. I suppose at, at junior junior A level, and it was my first big big game. I suppose at adult level. And I, I had to I had to double check actually. I suppose last year during the lockdown, we um, we stuck up a lot of the old matches um, on YouTube on our own YouTube channel, and it got fellas talking and you know you'd, you'd ring a village to see the game they put up the other night and whatnot. but that was a game we had no video of and I was I was talking to John Donahue John used to be a rooter of a cornerback for us and I was, I was talking to John Donahue about, uh, about that game and I, I, I just wanted to clarify I was kind of saying in my head I said I thought the atmosphere that day was like nothing I ever before or after played and it, it was just an electricity inside in Kinsale that day the tension was unbelievable and uh, as I said, I was wondering, was it because it was my first big game? But I, I said it to John, and John said, oh, absolutely. He said that the atmosphere was just unreal. And, and uh, I suppose it spilled over towards the end of the game, which was a shame. But uh, it was a shame in one way, but I suppose it, it, it has added to the, the memory of the, of the game in the other way, which it probably wasn't a great game, in fairness, but it was a, a super occasion anyway. But back that time, Vincent, like the South East Hurling final was really a special, it was a special event that everyone used to look forward to. Um, yeah, stress was growing up. You go to the South East final in, in August or September and it was a big day out. And I suppose, as I said, you, you had two teams that were, uh, I suppose we had lost a county final in 97. We lost one in 99. I'd say Bell and Hassock had beaten in, in 2000, I think, wouldn't it? You know, so you, you had two teams that were really within touching distance of, of what was a holy grail then. Um, so I suppose it, that added to the the level of it. And I suppose, look, it was the beauty of knockout hurling that you were beaten, you were gone, and that was it. You know, go home and 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 sulk for the rest of the year while the other team was was moving on. So there, there was there was a real cut and trust to it, and there was a real do or die to it, and it it just added to the occasion. It was it was a super occasion. Yeah, it was it was really enjoyable. 
probably what made you slightly different in 2001 is that she had Sean O'Brien of Middleton in charge. Like, obviously, from the club's point of view, it was a masterstroke to get him. Um, yeah, I, I suppose it was, I'd say Chris was, Chris Corkin was the man who, who got him down to us. And I suppose he came with a big reputation which 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 was a huge advantage to him, you know, and he was a big coup for the club. There's no doubt about that. But he, we we as players, we were told in no uncertain terms that we were very lucky to have him, and I, I think that played it that strengthened his hand to a certain degree because, like Shawnee was was a brilliant motivator, and the intensity of the training session was super. But like there was some nights that the message would come true when he was still out in the car park that he's, he's in bad form tonight, lads, be on it. And we were on it in training. You know, it, it, and the intensity of the sessions in as a result of that was huge. Like, he, he, he probably got a, he got a great reaction out of us as players. Um, now, look, he had success nearly everywhere he went. He, obviously, he had that aura about him. But I say coming in with a, a reputation like that was a huge, huge benefit to him. And we, we definitely reacted to it, like. And of course, she went all the way then and wound up in in a county final, and maybe went into that county final as a slight underdogs, and then had a disastrous start in the in the final, left in a couple of early goals, but uh, came good in the end. Yeah, it was. It was we were two three to a point down. I think after after eight or ten minutes, and you're kind of looking around for the ground to swallow you up to a certain degree. You know, you're kind of going, "Oh, is this is this nightmare going to happen?" And I suppose it was. It was our third year, out of six, I suppose, or out of five, I suppose, 97, 99, 2001, that we had been in the final. And I suppose the, the fear of losing three times was nearly too much, you know. And we, look, we just, I suppose we, we just we just dug in as much as anything. And, and we had a couple of um, sparks up front, like Mike Donovan got 2-1, I think, or something the same day. And, and Mike could turn a game on his head in, in no time. Like, he was, he was a huge loss to us. Through immigration, like Mike was, he was, he was a killer up front. You know what I mean? So he he got two goals, I suppose. And coming up to halftime, we were back in the game again, and I suppose that gave us a great boost going out in the second half. Then you know that we were after climbing back into the game and and proving our mettle. And I suppose we kind of backed ourselves in, in the second half that we'd complete the job, and and we did. It was it was only just in the end, but we got there. And then suddenly you found yourselves up at. Um up at uh, Intermediate and of course that was uh, a magical place to be all of a sudden yeah sure I suppose there was um, I, I can remember I think going to the 2000 I'd say the same year that we won the junior final I think Mallow and Killa I think drew in the intermediate final and I suppose we were looking at those I was looking at those and from the stand saying geez this is a this is a big jump up looking at this and I suppose the jump up wasn't that big in the finish up, but I suppose when we went up initially, we were just hoping to compete, and then very soon we realised we were actually capable of winning it. Um, the first, the first game we had, I suppose we had, we had three days out against Newcastle, which was a great learning for us, and it, it definitely stood to us the first year. But like in, in 2002, we got as far as a semi final, and there's a fair argument to be made that we threw it away. We were, we were seven points up at halftime, going playing with the wind against the Laneys and uh, things just kind of there was a lot of things fell apart you know there was a lot of things that shouldn't have happened happened and unfortunate um, coincidences and we ended up getting a soccer punch of a last minute goal and losing it and look the Laneys the Laneys then went into the final against Carrick Tool and no one fenced them that either and, and they beat them after a replay so but we were from from as soon as we went up we were 
we were definitely good enough to win it but I suppose we didn't realise that the first year but it, it was a great adventure the first year now. remember we, we had a big win against um, Ahada I think in the quarter final up in, up in Parky Cueve and you know it was only then we were starting to realise geez, we're in an intermediate semi-final here having come from being stuck in, in Southeast first rounds and, and, and second rounds the couple of years before you know so it was a great adventure and it was great excitement and I suppose then there was a realisation that we were capable of winning it and uh, that became the dream then very quickly and of course, the other thing that happened then was that the the championships were uh, were reorganised, and suddenly Premier Intermediate hurling was on the horizon. And because of where you wound up in intermediate, you suddenly found yourselves playing a uh, Premier Intermediate. And of course, right away in the first year in two thousand and four, wound up in a final that you lost. Yeah, um, and I, I think if I if I recall correctly, I think it was the only game we lost the same year. I think we won. We won all our league games, I'd say, and we won the Brannock Cup, and we went through the front door in Championship, I'd say. And I think the final against Catrams was the only game we lost. We might have actually drawn with them in the league, I'd say, down in, in Ballynor. But um, yeah, it was it was it was a frustrating final it, it, on a personal level, and it bypassed me. But they they were. I wouldn't say they were an underrated team because everyone knew they were good. But I suppose their strength lay in their defence and and. They were a very hard-working team and they just strangled us on the day. I can remember just, just that feeling of, of not being able to hurl against them, not, not being able to create chances. And we'd, I, we'd seen, I'd seen them the week before, I'd say, in the semi-final against Blarney. And I think, I think we had, due to Cork's progress, I'd say that year, everything was delayed. And I'd say we had a long wait. I'd say it was about 10 or 11 weeks between the semi-final and the final. And I think they were the same between the quarter-final and the semi-final. So I think they beat Blarney in a, in a semi-final and I'd say the scoring was very low. I'd know it was 11 points to 10 or something like that. Maybe my facts aren't 100% there, but I can remember seeing them and not being impressed. But I, I suppose they had the, a long layoff that we had going into the final and, and, and look, we never got going in the final. But they, they were a team that would just stop you hurling and they, they were excellent at it, like, you know, so they were they were full value for their win on the day, but it was it was a, a big disappointment, yeah. I suppose we, we went in there with high hopes, like, but... That's and the then, of course, a number of years later, in 2008, pipped at the post by a Blarney, by a single point. But then three years later, finally became a senior hurling team. Yeah, it's, it's funny, you know, when we, when we were junior, all, all, we, all we ever wanted to do was, was win a junior county. And that would have been, you know, that was the goal and that was all we ever hoped for. And next thing you win your junior county and you set a new goal very shortly when you realise you're capable of it and I suppose winning the intermediate then became the goal and, and the holy grail for a long time um, and I suppose if we'd won it the first year up would we have got the same satisfaction as we as we did when we finally did win it you know I suppose it was it was the heartache that makes us more sweet when you finally get there but I suppose you have to guarantee to get there um, but yeah 2011 was brilliant it was it was it was massive to finally finally get over the, the line and become a senior club for the first time because there's only only one time is the first time you know win it again it won't be the first time obviously so that was a huge moment yeah, a huge moment for the club like to get over the line against y'all I have to turn for a second to your um to your exploits at uh, at county level uh, playing with uh, with various court teams three all ireland junior football medals and two all ireland intermediate hurling medals it's a nice little haul um, t- yeah it is uh, 
it is, I suppose, it's a case of being good but not good enough is the way I describe it. But it's still it's still nice, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, I suppose I, I made it on to the Cork Junior footballers in 2003 or 2002, I'd say, or somewhere around in. That was my, my first taste of it. Um, and then got back in, I suppose, in 05, um, played with the, like, the the, the Cork Junior football setup was 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 excellent, and it was it was a great springboard for fellas to get onto the senior panel. Um, and I suppose we won we won three All Irelands in in three in five years. I suppose you, you, I knew fifteen starts the following year. Then when you win the All Ireland, obviously, so we won it in oh five oh seven oh nine and oh nine. And like there was an awful lot of of players win from those teams onto Cork team onto the senior teams. Like there was. Alan Quirk, I'd say, was in goal in 05, and Potty Cassan played, I'd say, in 07, and Jur Splane played in 05, and I'd say Jur was an all-star the following year. Um, Alan O'Connor, Andrew Sullivan, Dan Goulding, Donegal O'Connor, they all played in, in 05, I'd say, Andrew, Andrew, it might have been in 07, I'd say. Um, Kieran Sheehan, uh, Aidan Walsh, they played in 09 in the first few rounds. You know, so Cork used that, Cork used that very well as a springboard for players coming on to the, the senior squad and would you I, I won't say you should pinch yourself but I remember covering a lot of those matches we would have done them live on the radio and people would sort of when they'd see your name they would kind of wonder what's a Corsi Rovers fella doing playing football and yet you were a top class footballer yeah sure I, I don't know it was um, yeah I I suppose we we didn't we as a club we don't do a huge amount of of football um, underage and we certainly we certainly didn't in my time anyway but I suppose in the mid the end of the, I suppose the, the mid noughties I suppose we actually had a we had, we had a very good football team we had a lot of lads who uh, if you started a new sport tomorrow they they would have, they would have been good at it you know they were just any any sport. That, that that they could throw their hand to, which you no, know, Mike Donovan was an excellent footballer. You no, know, John Murphy was a fine footballer. Davy Hayes was a fine footballer. Timmy Lord was a fine footballer. They were all good hurlers. But hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.